Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Evening, Commissioner. From the makeshift studios in Mulligan Hill, New Jersey, it's talking ish with your commish. One of the final episodes of the year, last week of the season, that we will be previewing. Um, championship week, baby. This is why you play the game. You play to win the game. And we've got two teams left. Chance to win it all. The money, but more importantly, the clout. You become a champion. You get clout. You get the belt. And your name in the rafters. That shit lasts for eternity. The money, you know, it's temporary. You're going to spend it. Or stow it away. Put it towards your, your nut. As my parents' generation would call it. You know, your... Your savings, that's what they call your savings, that generation. They call it your nut. And you don't want to blow your nut in all, all in one place. So uh, good luck to our, our two competitors this weekend. We'll get to that. We'll preview the championship matchup. But I uh, want to come out the gates and uh, talk about yesterday, which was my 30th birthday, milestone birthday. And I don't really necessarily really want to talk about my birthday. That's irrelevant. It's more of the concept of turning 30 and getting old basically like when I turned 20 it was an exciting time because I was like I'm I'm leaving childhood basically and now I'm an adult and I was like oh I think I'm cool and I'm an adult I can do adult things I'm 20 and I'm 21 I'm 22 23 all the way probably through 24 25 I thought I was invincible and I look back at that and I'm just like wow I'm lucky to be 30 a lot of the stupid shit that I've done in my life that I'm not very proud of looking back um, but you know, you grow from it. And I think that that's the most important part. You can fuck up in your early twenties and close it out strong. Like I probably had four to five, four and a half years of just, I was off kilter. Um, got better as it went. I think every year in my twenties, I got better, which is good. And I think it culminated with turning 30 and now I'm 30, 30 is no longer like, Oh, that's an exciting age. You're just an adult. You're continuing adult. You're entering your midlife area. This is like you're, te- you're past the quarter point of your life probably and heading towards that halfway point. And that's a horrifying thing when you think about it in that context. That means you don't have much time left here. So every year you spend becomes more important. But I think every year you gain on this trajectory, this trajectory towards the halfway point of your life, every perspective that you take with you makes you more prepared for the moment. You do get wiser with age. You are like a fine wine. You get better with age because you your perspective is what drives your clarity in life, you know? You take life experiences where you fucked up in the past and you don't do that again or you don't make the same mistake twice, at least if you're doing it right. So I think my 30s will be my wisest period by that that thinking. I'll have the most perspective. And that's why it's set up to be a good um, point in my life, you know, the 30s, adulthood. It's a decade where you'll have kids and shit, probably. Like, the last decade, I was all about partying on the front end, 
and on the back end, kind of s sorting out the stepping stones to the rest of my life. And I think that's what your 20s are about. It's the tale of two halves. It's like the Eagles, you know? They kind of can, they can stink in the first half of the football game. But they're going to come back in the second half and put it away and, and win the game. That's what I did here, I think, in my, from my 20s to my, my early 20s to my late 20s and it, now 30. Thank you, everybody, too, who uh, reached out for the, with the birthday wishes. I appreciate that. It's mighty kind of you. I do appreciate it. Um, this is the first year that I didn't uh, have Facebook on my birthday. And let me tell you, whew, liberating. Facebook sucks. You got to get rid of Facebook if you haven't already. Mark Zuckerberg's a piece of shit. God knows what he's doing with your Facebook. He may, like, go through every person's Facebook and just, like, slowly jerk to your pictures because he can do that. He can sell it to Russians and let them do that. And he might be doing that. I don't know. I'm not saying he is, but he could. And that's why I don't want to be on Facebook. But here's the stupid part about my argument. I'm like, oh, don't, don't use Facebook because Zuckerberg's a dick. I still have Instagram. He still owns that. He can do the same shit with that. But I, I don't know. I can't let that one go. Facebook just seems evil to me. The brand. I don't want to be associated with it. Instagram, it's more uh, imperative to my social life. I need that. It's how I talk to uh, my families and stuff. And Jen, we, we, we send each other memes. That's meme culture. He's, he's captured a piece of my life and I can't let it go. So fuck you, Zuckerberg. Stop trying to control us. Also yesterday uh, was a historic moment in our nation's history. Only the third president to ever be impeached. Donald J. Trump. Uh, that's pretty crazy. That I'll always remember that. and Be like, where were you when Trump was impeached? Oh, I was at my house. It was my 30th birthday. And I watched that, uh, that fucking shit show. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I'm not going to comment on politics unless you want me to. Stay tuned after the credits, um, maybe. But yeah, I just think this is a, just a... It's a pivotal moment in our country's history, to say the least. Like, what's going to happen from here? And I know you're saying, eh, it's kind of a determined outline. Republicans are going to shoot it down in the Senate. Trump will get reelected. And that'll be that. But what if, what if, there's always a chance. What if that doesn't happen? What if something comes out? What if John Bolton ends up somehow testifying? What if they allow witnesses? All interesting scenarios. Because anything could happen. Impeachment's a political tool. It's a political weapon. Mitch McConnell said it. So, uh, just a historic moment on a milestone day, which is an interesting colliding of two worlds. It makes me feel like the whole Trump aspect of the paintball punishment has uh, makes a lot of sense now. Makes a lot of sense for me. And uh, speaking of, Stein, I think we're going to really step it up this year for your punishment. Um, it is an election year, 2020. Pivotal election year. Trump will likely be running for re-election, and uh, we just happen to have a fantasy football draft pretty much right before the election. So I was thinking we're going to make a big spectacle out of that. That'll be great. Maybe I'll even ask Trump to... Uh, maybe we can tweet it to Trump. I think he'd enjoy it. I really do. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by Willet Pot Still Reserve. Willet Pot Still Reserve. That's what we're drinking here tonight. It's uh, pretty tasty. Kentucky bourbon. Uh, there's a whole story on here on the label. I'm not going to read it, but here's the gist. Edward Willett uh, and his brother or his cousin or some shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, they were a bunch of pewterers. 
What the fuck is a pewterer? It's somebody, I think, who uh, works with pewter, like the the mineral or the stone, rock. What the fuck? I don't know how you describe what pewter is, but that's what they were. They were pewterers, and they uh, they had this seal, and there's like a bird on it. I don't know. This is a fucking stupid story, and uh, basically now they make bourbon. So they went from making pewter stuff to bourbon, and I'll tell you what. They do a hell of a job. It's a great glass of bourbon, very smooth tasty a little bit of a little bit of a kick in there of something let me sip it real quick and tell you what that is Mm. i don't know what it is (laughs) will it bourbon getting your commission drunk since uh sometime in the 1600s because that's when pewterers existed apologize for that it's a cool bottle it's a skinny little dick of a bottle I think Mike showed this to all of us the first time. I think we've had this before with Mike, maybe. Mike, can you correct me on that? Let me know. I know Mike's had it. I know Mike had it at one point. I know that for sure. We have a championship matchup coming up this week. It is the fantasy football championship matchup. And I just want to talk a little bit about what's uh, what's going on in the league so far. I think there's a lot of great things to take away from this year's competition. A lot of good action this year, fellas. Like, there was a lot of teams in there that I was like, they, they could do it. But there's two teams I think we can all agree, one from each division that has stood out over the course of the season. And it's these, this two teams, these two teams that are about to meet in the championship game. BJ, the winner of the Gentile division, has made it all the way back to the championship game for the second time. Uh, second straight time. If you'll remember last year, he lost to the commission a tough championship battle. Um, very respectable showing from BJ that day. Just Kamish, a little bit better. And you'll know that the Kamish was dethroned from these here playoffs uh, last week with a pitiful performance, only to return the following week able to beat any team on the field. But it doesn't matter, because you know what? If ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. It doesn't matter. It's... uh. Irrelevant. It's a moot point. So, Commission, shut the fuck up. You still suck. You're, you've been eliminated. But BJ advances, getting the win. He takes down Mark after the whole kerfluffle of the playoffs. You know, the whole scenario we went through last week where Yahoo was fucking up, and now uh, it got corrected pretty much right after that episode aired. And now Mark played BJ, and Fox played um, Jove. And... It wouldn't have mattered. The matchups could have been switched around. The two teams that are there today are the ones that would have been there regardless of who they played. So I'm pretty happy about that. That's a great outcome for your commish, a political win for him out there on the streets. But BJ and Zifo will take on each other the first time we've ever had a rivalry championship matchup. I'll remind you of all of the different championship matchups we've had because these guys have been here before. So in 2015, Mark took down Platus in the first championship game. Platus no longer with the league, but was a very strong team when he was here. And Mark just got it done. He was like, I'm fucking pissed off that I'm not the commissioner of the league anymore. And he won the, the new league for the first time. He's, he is the inaugural champion. And he will forever be in history. The very next year, in 2016, Zifo took down Dave in the championship game. Dave making it to the championship game after going uh, finishing in last place the first year. 
um, and then comes right back around and goes to the championship game. Can't get it done. Zifo with his first championship. So Zifo has been here before. He knows what he's doing. He's the most winning team in all of our fantasy football league. So Zifo, you've got to feel good heading into this matchup because it's more of the same this year. He was a nine and four team, first team overall. Won his division, has kind of uh, skated by here in that first playoff matchup. Just business as usual. So now finds himself in a strong position for another championship game. 2017, we had the Kamish taking down Stein, which was a very it was a battle of like two powerhouse teams, um, two powerhouse teams that met in the finals and duked it out. That was the commission's first championship. That's the one I'll always remember, you know? It's like the Eagles, yay. And then last year, 2018, Kamish took down BJ in an epic championship game. Um, BJ's now been here before. Got a taste of it last year. Just got his money back. He wants to go for the whole pot, you know? You want all of that money. But better yet, you want your name up on the rafters. And these two teams, they're going to duke it out. It's the third Holy War championship we've had. That means that a Jew division team has played a Gentile division team in the championship game so third holy war for the championship belt um zifo and bj is an interesting matchup i said it was a rivalry um that means that they play each other twice every season on the rivalry weeks bj seven and one all time versus fox his first loss to fox actually came in their previous matchup so BJ dominated this thing for uh, pretty much the entirety of its existence up until the most recent game. And this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. Can BJ overcome uh, Fox for what would be his eighth win over him? Or will the losing streak continue? BJ's got a tough couple of things going against him. Dalvin Cook... Banged up right now with the shoulder injury. BJ may have to roll the dice with Minnesota playing on the Monday night. It's a hard decision. you got to kind of gauge, is he going to play? Because if he's not going to play, if there's a high likelihood he's not going to play, or if it's a game-time decision, can you start him? He's arguably one of BJ's best players. He's a guy who's going to put up points if he's in. Um, but you run the risk with the Monday night game that he may not play, and then it's too late, and you've... Pretty much pissed away the championship. Tough spot for BJ. A um, couple other injuries on his team. You know, it's guys who are always they're listed, listed as questionable pretty much every week. Julio Jones and uh, James Winston. But they'll probably play. The one that I'm concerned about, though, now is Dalvin Cook. And, of course, Zifo scoops in or swoops in, scoops up uh, the backup running back from Minnesota um, because he could. And that's a good move. That's why Zifo is a good team. He's always been a good team. So two guys, I think, who really know how to manage a, a f fantasy football squad. Going after the trophy. So either the name Fox or Doperek. Is that how we say BJ's last name? BJ, what do you want up there? Can I put up Uncle Budge instead? I'd rather do that. All right, let me know. Uh, but we'll get there when we get there. So BJ versus Zifo for the championship. It's, uh, it's going to be a good one, guys. And just to remind you, the winner will take home $1,350 and forever be immortalized in the basement here at the Makeshift Studios right here outside the office of the Makeshift Studios. This is where we do the work. This is where the magic happens.
you can have your name right outside. I open the door, I look out, and I see champions. I see nothing but winners. Mark, Zifo, and myself. Can BJ join the squad, or will Zifo join the commish? And then two club. We're at the two club. But you got to be here. Meet me here up on the uh, mantle, and then we'll duke it out for number three. How's that sound? BJ, be nice to have you in the uh, championship crew as well. I think we should get uh, some kind of championship thing. A sash, maybe. A ring. Um, hats. T-shirts. I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Let me know. Hit me up. Good luck to you guys this weekend. I think these are two very deserving teams. I always like to see that. Teams that actually deserve to win the money uh, having a shot to do it. These guys have put themselves in a position to be here, and I am happy to crown either of them champions. You guys are very worthy of that crown, both of you. I appreciate your efforts this year, both uh, on the field and off the field. Off the field, you guys have been great on the Sounders, and uh, I appreciate that. It means a lot to your commission. Hey, so this weekend, if you're around in the city or nearby the city, you won't come out. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing something. Uh, as Mike said in uh, one of our group chats, I am useless in planning things because here's the thing, guys. My whole life uh, at work is planning shit. All I do is strategize and plan and plot. When I come home, the last thing I want to fucking do is strategize, plan, and plot. Which is why, you know, a great birthday gift to me. It's just, I don't want to have to fucking figure it out, you know. And I think Dave can attest to this more than anybody. He knows that when I come to my chill zone, I just, I don't want to fucking figure out anything. I just want to be there and exist. Um, Dave would help me navigate around in, in that when I was in that zone. I appreciate you, Dave. Good looks on you. He's a good friend. Dave's a good guy. Fucking love Dave. Anyway, let's go to your soundboard. Hear what you guys got to say. Uh, we'll start with Mark. Just uh, this one was sent in on the weekend, reeling from defeat. Oh man, fuck, dude! Sunday night, seven thirty. You know, losing to fucking BJ. Fucking losing so bad. Like it's one of those times where. You know, you're losing so bad, you just like, you know, you're playing Madden or something and you're losing so bad, you just turn the game off and like, you know, fuck you, you turn the game off and walk away. That's what I wish I could have done at like 3 p.m. today. Fuck, man. Well, good luck, budge. Keep it in the family. Bring home a champion. Bring home a, uh, you know, family belt. I can see it more often that way. That'd be cool. All right. Fuck. At least I'm not getting paintballed. So that's a win. Peace. Dude, don't overlook how much of a win that is. Getting paintballed is way worse than losing in the playoffs. That's how I look at it. And the one thing I will do is wherever we go with this trophy, <coughs> you'll get to take home the belt. The, uh, the, the league trophy will stay here in the league office. Your name will be updated on both before you receive them. I'm thinking, like, if you want to come pick it up, you can come pick it up. But I'm not going to bring it to you. Um, I'm not going to ship it to you either. So you come get it if you want it. Otherwise, you pick it up at the draft and have it for the year until the next draft. When we give it to the next champion. I will give it to Fox or BJ, whoever it is that wins. I'll hand it to you. 
champion to champion. And you will do the same for whoever wins the next year. That'll be the tradition. The champions will pass it on through history as I pass it to myself the first time we did this. Isn't that special? Uh, Let's go to Dave checking in to the podcast. Brent Bra, my dude. Happy Dirty 30, man. Sorry I can't make it to your celebration this weekend, but hope you have a dirty one. It just keeps getting dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. <laughs> oh, man, dude, it does kind of stink that you're not going to be around, but hey, got obligations. A wedding is a wedding, you know. That's the shit that you sign up for a long time ago, and I'm poor in my planning, so that's on me. Uh, but you'll be there in spirit, and I'll, I'll have a drink for you, my friend. Dave was a big instrumental part, I think, of my... uh my 20s you know dave was always there for me man i appreciate that through thick and thin uh dave always gave me a place to crash i appreciate that man you don't know how much that means to me and your family you guys are great fucking bedeckies love you guys you're the reason i'm here you really are you you hold me up fucking love love you guys uh, let's go steino yo happy birthday brent um Wish I could celebrate with you guys. I'm in West Virginia since last Sunday. Uh, doing some uh, some work down here. Fucked up case, man. A lot of abuse. There's like 27 different plaintiffs. They're all kids. They went to this fucking boarding school and they all got abused. And so we're doing all the uh, depositions and stuff down here. Shit's crazy. Fuck Seventh Day Adventists. <laughs> That's all I gotta say, man. Shit's crazy. Um... Anyway, uh, it's the final this week. Uh, I'm more don't give a shit about that at all. I'm more concerned about the Dallas Eagles game. Fuck Dallas. Um, I hope Eagles can pull out a win. I think they'll be pretty chill. Um, anyway, uh, nothing's really pissing me off other than fucking pedophile fuckers. Uh, God, man, the stories I've heard this week. It's fucking brutal. Anyway. Uh, catch you guys later. Hope everyone's well. Uh, hope everyone has an awesome uh, holidays. Uh, all right. Peace. Man, rough week for Stein. Fucking having to sit through a pedophile case with a bunch of weirdo Christian group or whatever Seventh-day Adventists are. It sounds terrible. Um, but also his, you know, president gets impeached in what was a bipartisan witch hunt sham. <laughs> or whatever the talking points are. Um, rough rough week, though, for Steino. But I appreciate you checking in. That's uh, that's solid of you. Because uh, rough week, man. I get it. Going to go to Zifo. Also having a rough, rough go of it right now. Yo, Brent. I'm sick, dude. It's a bad sign for the Sunday. I feel like I'm dying. I'm not really bringing much energy um but the one thing i do want to say is um as the leader of the jew division i think we gotta revisit the 200 dollars league fee i mean what the hell dude i mean that money could go to fucking two rubbing tugs come on dude i'm a jew all the money's got to be accounted for all right well wish me luck I hope I beat BJ and get a BJ. All right, I probably sound like a weirdo. <clears throat> All right, man. Toodaloo.
McCaffrey, Forder, McForder, McCaffrey out. Thanks for checking in. Um, hope you feel better, bro. You know what would help with that uh, cold that sounds like you got? Some Campbell's chicken noodle soup. And I'll tell you what it goes uh, great with. Um, your cold. It'll go great with your cold. And if you know you're feeling something a little bit more hearty, you should try Campbell's tomato soup, which pairs nicely with a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Help yourself, dude. It'll help your soul. It's good for the soul, you know. Chicken noodle soup and shit. Let's go to Zepho's opponent, BJ, chiming in. Yo, just want to start off by saying thanks to Brent. Another fucking solid year from you, brother. Uh, starting with the Dongs, Shooting Stein, and the draft. Um, the whole year's been fun. You uh, always seem to outdo yourself, man. And uh, really proud to be a part of this league. Proud to represent the Gentiles in the championship game. Uh, it's been an up-and-down ride for the squad this year. I think you had me ranked 8th or ninth at one point. Fucking different starter every week at quarterback. Uh, it's been an interesting year. A lot of moves made, but uh, I'm glad to be fighting for a chance to get that belt. Um, good luck to Fox. Uh, I think it's going to be a good battle. I think he got me in this one. Unfortunately, I don't really like any of my matchups, but... I didn't think I was going to score 166 last week either, so fuck it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. You fucking, you want to split that pot, brother? Let's let's split that shit, you know? 15.50, two ways, let's do it. Make Christmas come early for us. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys, catch y'all next year. Peace. Thanks for checking in, BJ. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, don't sell yourself short. Uh, you proved this week that that team's got some pop. That team's had pop all year. You put the team together. You put the best foot forward. That's all you can do. And I'm sure you'll show up well here in the championship game. And, BJ, it's a pleasure having you in the league. In the time you've been here, you've already made it to two championship games. Um, That's impressive in and of itself. So, guys, step up your shit. We've got BJ stepping in, fresh into the league, and going to more championship games than fucking most of the people in this league. You guys got to get your shit together here in the offseason. Um, I don't mean to act all boastful about the fact that I'm a two-time champion, but uh, you could be too if you just stepped up your shit and got a little bit more lucky. Come on. Like, figure it out. Rub a foot. Rub a rabbit foot. Get a little bit lucky. Go to Vegas. Throw down fucking $50,000 on black. Feel lucky. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm fucking retarded right now. Um, appreciate you guys uh, being so into the podcast this year. It really helps me do this. I got a lot going on. I wish I had a stats department to fucking do all the pre-work for me. Because I have a lot of things that I'd like to bring up. I just don't have the time to research them. I come here and I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to put out a podcast. And I just fucking do it power through it and get try to give you the best content i can fucking possibly come up with in the short period of time i have to prepare so here we are we got one episode left the next episode we will recap the year we will recap the decade we will recap um pretty much everything i'm gonna have a little bit more time um so i'll hopefully come through with that one might come out a little bit later than uh our typical time frame but it's required to do it right. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, 
Whoever wins this matchup will take me up on the offer I'm about to lay on the table. I would love for the last episode to have the champion come into studio and uh, do a little bit of podcasting with me. We'll get fucked up. You can crash here if you want. Um, I'll treat you to a good meal. Like, just a fucking championship matchup. And anyone else from the league who would want to come by, um, if the, you know, his opponent wanted to come by and talk about the championship game, if fucking anyone else wanted to come by and just chill, be happy to do that. Maybe a little bit of a fucking fun thing to do for the last episode of the season. How cool would that be? Close it out strong. Because this shit is, like, out there. You know, you want to listen to it at your leisure. Um, Listen. There's a lot of things I want to change about the league. Number one, I want to get on a proper platform. One that's actually going to take care of us and satisfy our needs. So I will work on that this offseason. I'd like this to become like a little bit more interactive. So if there's any way that we can just be proactive and commit to some kind of recording schedule where I'd be happy to meet you guys anywhere to record. I'll bring this studio on the road a couple days and uh, maybe schedule preseason a couple interviews here in person i really want to make this more about all of us less about what the fuck i feel like talking about because i'm just here telling you what i want to fucking talk about because there's no one else around there's no one else to talk about stuff and sometimes that's a little boring because you're just getting one perspective but i that's why i love sounders sounders are the opportunity for you guys to kind of contribute but it's better when you're there and i'm willing to travel I'll go wherever I got to go for an episode. Um, you tell me. You let me know. Would love to come to into Philly, come record, get fucked up, crash maybe if you let me. Can I come crash? I promise I won't stink up your bathroom or, or nothing. Like if I got like real bad shit, you know, you shit real quick flush. That's the key. It doesn't stink. You shit, shit, like, so fast. Like, you, like, you're like, nope, not letting it out. You're going to build it up. Like, a fucking, you're building it up. Like, all the pressure. And then, you, you explode and flush immediately. And then, no stink. You close the lid. You get up. You don't even wipe your ass. You just get up. And you're like, I'm going to get back to wiping my ass. Because there might be some residual impact, you know. Like, the aftershock of the shit. Um, but, yeah. You don't want to stink up some someone else's bathroom. Anyway, I'm fucked up, and I just realized that I forgot one sounder. You remember last week, we were talking about Jake's unfortunate situation where he had to fucking do jury duty. So here with a jury duty update, doing his fucking civic duty to report into the commish, is Jake. Thank you, Jake, for checking in after your day of misery. Yo, commish, King of Jetro here. Hopping in with my sounder. Um, Quick update on jury duty. So I was selected last Wednesday. Selection took all day. Thursday, trial all day. Friday, all day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. All fucking day long. Um, Wait, today's Thursday. Yeah, we just started deliberation this morning. Attorneys just gave their closing arguments. End of day Wednesday. So this shit took forever. It was supposed to be a four to five day trial, ended up being like six or seven day trial. And there's right now no end in sight. So brief overview. The defendant left his house one night, like 1.40 in the morning, 
to go supposedly buy weed from his friend. Walks out of his house, goes up the block, stands on the corner, and smokes a dart. His friend never shows up, so he goes back around the block and back home. In that time that he's walking back home, a lady sitting in her car, parked on the side of the road, someone walks up to her car and fires six shots, point-blank range, into the driver's side window. Somehow, didn't kill her. Didn't even hit her. Um, And then runs off. So... We got surveillance footage from businesses in the, in the neighborhood of this guy leaving his house, walking around the corner, walking up the street, standing on the corner, smoking a cig, then going back across the street and going back home, past where the shooting occurred. We have the shooting on video, but it's like super dark, super grainy. You can't really make out who it is. You just see someone walk by, someone linger for a little bit, and then you see like the muzzle flash from the gun and then the only other footage is of this guy running back home and into his house his explanation is he was out waiting to get weed his boy never showed up so he went back home no reason why he didn't go home the same way that he left and he said i stopped smoking i walked across the street and just walked straight home i heard the gunshots behind me and then i started running because i was scared I wasn't trying to be a hero, in his words. Only problem with that explanation is that it it took him two and a half minutes to get from his house to the corner where he was smoking a cigarette. It took him five minutes to get from where he was smoking the cigarette back home. That includes the time him running. So we can't see him definitively in the camera shooting the shots, but what the fuck else took all this time for him to get home? If he wasn't sitting there walking back and forth across the car, scoping it out, being like, yo, I'm going to try and rob this person or just shoot this person. Who knows why he did it? So we get into deliberation this morning. We all agree the prosecutor was a fucking douche. He sucked at his job. He's just a big oaf, mumbling, bumbling dumbass. It's like goofy, jolly old fellow who's trying to paint this guy as a murderer. He's like smiling the whole time. Can't put a sentence together. If you ever watch the show Succession, he reminds me exactly of Tom, uh, (laughs) Shiv's husband. Just a goofy ass dude who is just way beyond. He's out of his britches, dude. Um, So we're in deliberation this morning trying to be like figure out what went wrong everyone's like dude this da fucking sucks what an idiot so i start out not guilty only three people thought he was guilty at first we talk for a little bit get some clarification from the judges on some things rewatch the security footage we put together that timeline of how long it took him to walk around and everything now all of a sudden after talking some more we're like shit this motherfucker did it it switches to nine people saying guilty and three people saying not guilty. Three people who think he's not guilty, one's this old white lady, and she's just like too emotional to handle this. She's like afraid to put someone in jail even though he probably did it. <laughs> the other one's this young black chick who's just like, I'm just not convinced yet. I don't know. I think, she, I think both of those people will flip to guilty. The other holdout is this other young black chick and she's just like super confrontational, doesn't like, can't elaborate on her words. She's like, I already said he's not guilty. I, I, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. 
was like, well, bitch, you, we have to talk about it. Yeah, it's your civic like, duty. We don't have an option. That's why we're here. Like, we have to talk about this. We're not going to be allowed to leave until we talk about it and come to a unanimous decision. So, thankfully for me, I leave for Puerto Rico tomorrow night. And I told the judge and the court beforehand, they were like, nah, we'll be done way before then. You'll be good. I'm like, all right, dog. That's, that's what you think. So comes the end of day today. I'm like, hey, man, I'm leaving tomorrow. Like, I'm out of here. And he's like, oh, fuck. We got to call that alternate back in. So end of day after deliberation, I'm, I, I'm stepping out. I don't have to make the call. I don't have to say guilty, not guilty. Nice. This dude's faced with attempted murder, aggravated assault, illegal possession of a firearm, carrying a firearm in the streets of Philadelphia, a bunch of other shit. I don't even know. I think seven total charges. So I'm out. Those people got to sit there all day tomorrow and all day through Christmas week until they come to a verdict. And this one fucking Lakeisha holdout, I don't know what her deal is, man. I think they're going to have a hard time. But that was jury duty for me, man. It was an enlightening experience. Very interesting. Um, so that's what I've been up to this week. So King of Jetro, dude, I'm out. Go Birds! Dude, Jake, wow. Wow, what a fucking great account of just what it sounds like a fascinating process. It's it's unbelievable. Like think about what a jury is. Jury's a it's supposed to be like a jury of your peers, but your peers are a bunch of fucking retards. You got like Lakeisha who doesn't like doesn't belong on any kind of thing that you got to make a decision on somebody's life. Um she's just there to be the, you know, one that may not find him guilty and be the pain in the ass. To me, this, based off of the evidence, sounds pretty cut and dry. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, what's this guy's explanation? Of course, the evidence uh, and the determination is up to the jury. Jake, you really skated out of this one. Holy shit. This thing may come, like, you may come back and they're like, ah, Lakeisha's still holding out. Uh, you're, you're still in this thing. And you're like, fuck. I just got back from vacation. I got to go to this shit. I hope that doesn't happen to you, though. Um, so Godspeed, man. Uh, will they inform you and let you know if something, uh, like what the decision is? Or I guess maybe we'll have to just read about it in the papers. Like, well, how's that work? Let me know. Um, I'm fascinated by this. I like, I'm like dying to be called to jury duty. I'm like, yes, let me serve on a murder trial. Let me be the guy that's like, mm-hmm, we're going to settle this shit. We're going to figure it out. I'm the detective. I'm your detective now, basically. Okay. Anyway, Big Birds game this weekend. Um, I'll be there. If you're there, let me know. Well, let's crack a beer open before we head in. Hang out. Um, yeah, I'm going with Dino and the crew. Uh, Dino and the boys. Uh, all the Simone boys are going in. We're going to uh, be sitting right there next to Mr. Lori. So I'm going to tell Mr. Lori if uh, things go wrong. Like, hey, Mr. Lori, you got work to do. Mr. Lori, Ms. Lori, please. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out, Toad. Um, let me know if you're around uh, this weekend, as I mentioned. If you're in the city, BJ, uh, Zifo, you want to come out, hang out, um, let me know. The Simone crew will be out. I think Mark and uh, Mark and wife are coming. <coughs> I think Mike's coming, ex-wife. I mean, not like he has an ex-wife, but without Ashley. And then uh, I think Rachel, uh, Jen's cousin's coming. Um, my brother and his wife 
or no, not wife, maybe wife, future wife, maybe, are coming. Erock, Erock will be there. Um, maybe Nikki and and Matt Slozik. Who knows? Who knows? Come on out. Um, good luck to our championship contenders this week. Um, I'm rooting for both of you, I guess. I got selfish reasons to want BJ to win because I don't want Fox to be a two-time champion because I just want that crown for myself, and I'm selfish that way. Um, so I'm going to root for BJ for two reasons because, number one, he's a good guy. Number two, he's a Gentile. And number three, um, he deserves it. So go BJ. Uh, but good luck to you both. It's been Talking Extra with your Mish. We'll see you next time for the championship recap and the, and the countdown of the decade. Talking Extra with Burning bright right till the end Now you'll be missing from the photographs Missing from the photographs
Um, I think you just got, uh, cucked. Still here, after the credits, Jen has decided to join me in the studio. Jen, you want to hop on the mic for, like, a second? Just a second. After the credits. It's after the credits stuff. Most people won't even know this is here, Jen. Most people won't know. Jen's just wrapping the blanket on herself. The dogs are here as well. Dutch is joining us in studio. Um, Jen, can you hear that? Yes. Oh, cool. Um, make sure you talk very closely into that. Um, both dogs are here in studio. I got the fantasy football trophy because, Jen, this thing's leaving our house. It's going to either Fox or BJ. Isn't that lame? Isn't that really lame? This is a nice piece, isn't it? Don't I do nice things for my friends? Were you talking about taking that on vacation or something? Like yeah, because like <laughs> you could if you wanted to. It's like the Stanley Cup. You ever see what they do with the Stanley Cup? No. They take it like they like it's a cup, so they like they drink out of it like a bunch of heathens, and they take it. They'll like pour beer I'm into sorry. it. They'll pour like wine into it. Well, yeah, what it, they clean it. Like there's a guy who like literally travels with it. He's got these little white gloves. It's the Zamboni guy. The <laughs> Zamboni guy. Same you know? guy. Same guy. Jen, have you ever tried the Willet? It's pretty good. Uh, last night. Do you want to try it now? Brett, no one's going to listen to this. No, I mean, they don't have to listen. This is after the credits. This is just for me. And whoever is a lo very loyal listener will listen to this stuff. You don't have to talk. You can sign off. You can say, sayonara. See you guys. Is that what you want to do? Your food's ready. I'm not good on, on the mic. I don't like the sound <laughs> of my voice. All right. Well, uh. We'll see you uh, uh, later, Mike. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. That's my favorite sounder, if you if you didn't know, Jen. But anyway, actually, this one is. Give it. If you ain't smoking, ain't your motherfucking message. If you ain't smoking, ain't your motherfucking message. Okay, we'll get out of here. See ya. S say bye, Jen. Bye. <laughs>